You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. And the collapse of the Soviet Union, surely a memorable event. And there were eloquent uh, testimonies to the lesson that we learned from these amazing events. Uh, the power of nonviolence and the power of idealism. And that's true enough if uh, we keep ourselves focused, laser-like, on the crimes of enemies. Uh, looks a little different when we look elsewhere. So, for example, there was another 20th anniversary in November, uh, just one week after the fall of the Berlin Wall in 1989. Welcome to the underworld. I love America. It's been my home all my life. Ladies and gentlemen, the very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. In America, don't you ever track your every move? They're even putting poison in your food. In America, people occupy the sea the truth. But it's too late, and there's nothing we can do. In America, just watch your favorite show and watch the news. So they can pick up really with your news. In America, obey the law, support the truth. And just get back, cause there's nothing we can do. I love America. Been my home all my life. If you don't know the past, you're only doomed to repeat it. Welcome to Public Access America. This is your history. This is your country. This is America. Join us in listening to some of history's America's best speeches. Created by Jarcodes Productions. Go back in time with us right now on Public Access America. That was the anniversary of the termination of a 25-year campaign to crush a major challenge to U.S. rule in our little region over here. Uh, that campaign began in 1962 uh, with John Paul, Pope John Paul XXIII and Vatican II. Uh, in the same year, incidentally, 1962, uh, John F. Kennedy shifted the mission of the Latin American military, which of course we determined, from hemispheric defense to internal security. Hemispheric defense is kind of like an antiquated holdover from the Second World War, but internal security means something. It means violent crushing of any disobedience internal to the society. Well, Vatican II, 1962, set forth a, a gave a stimulus to a very important movement in Latin America, extremely important. The Vatican II, in effect, was the first attempt in 1700 years to uh, restore the uh, Christianity, 
that Christianity had been captured by the Roman Empire in the fourth century and changed from the resolution from the religion of the persecuted to the religion of the persecutors. It's quoting the theologian Hans Kung. Uh, the Emperor Constantine took over Christianity. It had been a radical pacifist religion. So of course in the first three centuries there were martyrs and persecutions and so on. Uh, but it became the uh, religion of the Roman Empire, the cross which had been the symbol of the suffering of the poor, you know, was on the shield of the empire. And since then it's been essentially the rule of the rich, the religion of the rich. rich. Well there have been some attempts to change it but they were crushed pretty quickly. Uh, but Vatican II was the first major attempt uh, it was, uh, King says, I think rightly, you know, a real revolution in the history of the church. And the Don didn't fail to notice it. Uh, what happened was that, uh, especially in Latin America, uh, you got the beginnings of what came to be called liberation theology. The priests and nuns, laypersons uh, went out to the peasantry, uh, organized base communities, as they were called, uh, encouraged people to read the Gospels, see what they actually said, uh, listen to their radical pacifist message, and try to begin to organize to take your affairs into your own hands. That's dangerous. Uh, and it uh, didn't take long for a reaction to set in. In fact, the first major reaction was in 1964, the one I mentioned, the establishment of the first national security state in uh, uh, Brazil. And then comes the domino effect. Brazil's a big, powerful country. And of course, there's somebody up there in the north pushing the dominoes. And then comes the whole plague. Uh, Brazil, Chile, Pinochet, uh, Argentine, the Argentine killers who were Reagan's favorites, and so on. And it's pretty clear what they were about. So the standard uh, scholarly source on uh, uh, the United States and Human Rights in Latin America by Lars Schultz, very well-known scholar. Uh, he explains that the goal of the national security states was to destroy permanently a perceived threat to the existing structure of socioeconomic privilege by eliminating the political participation of the numerical majority. That's accurate. That's what's been going on. That's what the process that was set in motion in reaction to the uh, heresy of trying to revive Christianity. Uh, John Paul XXIII. Uh, well, the, uh, uh, throughout this whole period, uh, among the uh, uh, this period of horrendous terror and slaughter reached Central America in the 80s, uh, right through this period, the practitioners of liberation theology were a prime target. Among them were the and martyrs of the church whose execution 20 years ago was commemorated last month with a resounding silence. Uh, they were killed, six leading Latin American intellectuals, Jesuit priests, who were murdered by the, uh, an elite Salvadoran battalion which had just come from several months of training at Fort Bragg Special Warfare School in Fort Bragg, North Carolina, the JFK properly named Special Warfare School. And in fact, just uh, days before the assassination, they got a refresher course from uh, a couple of dozen special forces who were sent up there to instruct them. And then came uh, the murders, uh, also the murder of uh, 
uh, Julia Elba and her daughter Selena, who just happened to be there, and you're not allowed to leave any witnesses for this kind of thing. Uh, it's almost totally forgotten. Uh, one survivor, there was one survivor of the massacre, uh, Father uh, Jan Sabrino. He spoke at Boston College a couple of weeks ago, uh, probably the only commemoration of any of this. Uh, he reminded the audience that Julia uh, Elba and Selena are the symbols of the suffering masses of El Salvador and, in fact, the world. And therefore, they must not be forgotten, just as the Jesuit intellectuals must not be forgotten, like all they symbolize. And it's therefore crucial that all of this be completely erased from memory. Now, these are not small events. This is a major war to reverse an effort to revive Christianity. Pretty, pretty more significant thing. Uh, and it was passed in silence. Uh, what we do is look at the uh, marvelous lesson of nonviolence and idealism uh, in the other fellow's backyard. Well, there's a lot of debate about who deserves the credit for the fall of the Berlin Wall, but there's no debate at all about uh, who deserves the credit for the 25-year war uh, to demolish the uh, heretical attempt to revive the Church of the Gospels. The School of the Americas, since been renamed, which is famous for training of Latin American killers, it proudly announces uh, as one of its talking points, you know, advertising points, that liberation theology was defeated with the assistance of the U.S. Army. No ambiguity. So, very proud of it. Well, all of this and a lot more like it, we have to drive from memory. Uh, for one reason, because it would enable us to understand what's happening in Honduras. That's just uh, another footnote to history, you know, following the standard pattern and for good reasons good, plausible reasons which are e easily understood. Uh, for the culture in general, it's uh, highly praiseworthy to uh, uh, lament uh, the crimes of official enemies. Uh, we may even uh, castigate ourselves for our failure to um, do more to help the victims of our enemies. Uh, but our own crimes have to be buried very deep in uh, Orwell's memory hole. Uh, that's a, these are crucial principles of imperial culture. Uh, they have to be guarded zealously. Uh, that's what schools and universities and newspapers and so on are about. They got to be guarded if criminal violence uh, is going to proceed on course, uh, always for the good of humanity. As uh, President Obama reminded us again in the uh, Nobel Prize address uh, to the usual uh, great acclaim. Most of the countries have thrown out the IMF. 
Uh, Argentina, for example, restructured and paid off its debt with the help of Venezuela. Uh, Brazil did the same. And uh, the IMF, which is essentially a branch of the Treasury Department, was one of the techniques of uh, control of the countries. Uh, well, you know, that's very much weakened. And the fact that they've pretty well weathered the recession, in fact, better than Europe and the United States, uh, again, gives them a starting point. So, but the struggle just goes on. You know, those in power domestically and uh, the, those in domestic power don't give up, just like in Honduras. Uh, same in Bolivia and other places. They want to hang on to what they've all, the, they want to own the countries they've already owned, always owned. And they've got help from uh, the United States. Is, and the one thing we can do is weaken that help. So that's up to us. But the opportunities are greater. Towns with names like San Diego and San Francisco, you know. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, the U.S. conquered almost half of Mexico. At first, they took Texas, stole Texas, for the reasons that Roosevelt explained. You can't allow the Texans to be under the rule of a weaker race. And then uh, conquered Mexico. That was with strong support from progressives, you know, like uh, Walt Whitman, the national poet, you know, leading progressive. Uh, I can't quote him exactly, but he wrote something about uh, what has uh, miserable, weak Mexico to do with the future of the noble uh, human race. You have to remember that this was a period, and unfortunately it's not over, but this was a very overt period of extreme racism. There was an Anglo-Saxon mythology that had been developed. It was developed in England, you know, 15th century and so on. Uh, and then it was picked up in the United States. But the basic story well, it goes back to Tacitus, that there was an Aryan race which suddenly appeared you know, somewhere around where Iran is. And they were just a different species, a tall, blonde. Uh, you go back a century, you know, the biologists were showing that their heads were rounder, you know, which is better to be a round head. Uh, and uh, and uh, they were unique, you know, blue-eyed, blonde, conquered everything, great commitment to law and freedom and so on. And uh, they emerged there. And then they started moving. They moved west. Everything's got to be west. So they moved to, the, to Germany, to the black forests. And there they became the Teutons, who were a perfect race. Uh, but then difficulties began, because some of them intermarried with the peoples near them. And so the race degenerated. And then you get the people of the Mediterranean, you know, kind of dirty. and. This new podcast, Public Access America. You can find it on iTunes, Google Play, Player FM, TuneIn Radio, and even the Stitcher Smart Radio app. It's so cool. Not good enough. But are you a German spy? Because that sounds like technology. It's like that new thing, the radio, or a newspaper for your ears. You can even follow their production company, Jar Codes, on Twitter or Facebook and find all new episodes posted every day. Oh, that's cool. I don't care nothing about no planes, but I gotta hear the latest episode of Public Access America now. Oh, watch the bomb. You can even go to their YouTube channel at Public Access America and find great videos from time. It's so cool. Go check out Public Access America. These days, work is in trouble. 
we've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20.